Welcome. You are listening to the Better Together podcast with Callie and Rosario Picardo. We take on topics involving marriage, ministry, parenting, communication, relationships, and other subjects that our listeners want to hear more about. Hi, and welcome to a special edition of the Better Together podcast. My name is Roz Picardo, and I'm here along with my co-host, Callie. Callie Picardo. We're here together, and it is Christmas week. It is the days leading up to Christmas. We got the countdown going, just a couple days remaining. So how are we making our final preparations for Christmas. And I am not talking about all the last minute gift buying, all the last minute wrapping, all the last minute baking and shopping that needs to be done. I'm talking about how are we preparing our hearts for Christmas and specifically how are we making room for God's presence, P-R-S-E-N-C-E, not for all the physical gifts of presents under the tree. One of the ways that really been discovering, and it, it may sound cliche, but I'm enjoying Christmas music and not the silly Christmas music that we love listening to, like Frosty. Not Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but just enjoying um, the classic hymns and the richness behind them. And so on my drives or even in the house, I'll listen to O Holy Night or Come Thou Long Expected Jesus uh, or, you know, some of those great hymns uh, from the hymn writers like Charles Wesley, who was helping uh, be a co-founder of Methodism way back when in the 18th century. But there's a time of worship and praise when we think about the incarnation, and so I think that's one of the ways that I've been trying to intentionally make room for presence as I find myself commuting to and fro and in the car with the girls uh, is being able to listen to some of those worship classics. It's funny. I think um, God's trying to get our attention and we've got a lot going on this time of year. So it's almost harder to pay attention. But if you think about it, Almost over 2,000 years ago, God got our attention by literally coming into our lives, coming into the mess of this world, entering in as Emmanuel God with us. God has given the gift of his presence with Christmas, and it is his first coming as a baby, but then it's his continual presence with us through the gift of the Holy Spirit that we get to have as our ongoing gift. Um, God is with us no matter what we face, no matter what we're going through in the darkest, coldest winter day and in the brightest, sunniest day on the perfect day, most perfect day of your life. God is with us, but sometimes we don't pay attention to God. Um, So Raz, I know you're doing the worship songs to pay attention, um, but I'm curious what some of the other people listening to this are doing. What are some of the things that help you draw near to be present with God 
um, God wants our heart. So how are we turning our heart to God? Um, I know for me, addition to worship music, it is um, stopping doing what I think I should be doing to just pause and to notice. Um, So today, as I was sitting down to eat lunch and thinking, oh, I can multitask and check emails at the same time as I'm eating my soup. I really felt like God was saying, no, I just want you to be still and know that I'm God. Be still and just sit with me for a few minutes. And as I was sitting, I was noticing a candle. It's a battery operated candle that we've got on our dining room table. And I was noticing the fact that it was a sunny day. So I wouldn't, wasn't, you could hardly see that it was on, but at night you see it flickering and lighting up the ceiling above. And it just has this beautiful ambiance, but just how much brighter a light shines in the darkness than when it's in the middle of a lot of other light. And just reflecting on the fact that God's light comes in the midst of our darkness, especially this season of the year. That's what we celebrate. Yeah. And, you know, one other thing that we've been doing and we haven't been as faithful at it um, as we probably should has been the Advent calendar. And so the different, um, you know, exercises that the Advent calendar that we got from our church um, helps us with uh, exercises with the girls. And so one of them was to put a joy sticker um, on the window. The other has been to show them what a manger looks like and where Bethlehem was and different things like that. And that's just another way of making room for God's presence in our lives. And even tell the Christmas story was one of them. And so if you have kids, the kid version of it was to get out, get a nativity set or to get some little animals and to have someone read aloud the Christmas story, but let the kids move the figures around to act out the Christmas story. Um, But what would it look like even just to sit with the Christmas story, with the beginning of Luke um, and just read those words or the beginning of John or Matthew has some, it's kind of pieced in different gospels, but to read the beginning of the gospels, to really sit with those words and to notice what, what words stick out at you that you might not have noticed before as you sit with it slowly and ponder those words. I think about how Mary pondered all these words in her heart when the angel spoke to her and when, I think that was when maybe the wise men or the shepherds came, but Mary pondered, like she took time to sit and think and be still and really to focus her attention on the miracle that was happening in that moment, that miracle that we have with us all year round, but that we're sometimes so busy that we don't stop and pause to be mindful. So how can we be present with God this Christmas season? And, you know, with that, it's important to remember that God's gift to us is His presence. Uh, that's what Emmanuel is, God with us. And so um, how do we remember that Christ was present in terms of becoming a human being? He didn't have to become a human being. He could have stayed on the throne of heaven, but chose to come to earth and experience all different types of emotions that we experience So, you know, rejection, shame, um, hurt, you know, people hated him. Um, He felt alone at times. The Bible says he was a man of sorrows. Um, He knew what it meant to feel sad and angry. So this is a God that was wrapped with skin, Emmanuel. So God with us. And God wants to be with us in all of those emotions. And 
on the mountaintop experiences and even in the valleys. Uh, that's what it means for God to be with us, Emmanuel. It's not. So just, you you mean we don't have to pretend like everything's great to have God with exactly, us? Like exactly. put on the happy face, like God, you're so awesome. We'll just sit here and just be happy when inside of us we're a mess. Exactly, and it's you know the way that I think the Lord. Um, could have done it anyway, but instead uh, he came in the form of a baby to be with us. He could have come as an adult. He could have come as, um, you know, royalty in terms of the earthly sense or political figure, but he came as a baby. And a baby changes everything. As a a married couple that has had three kids in the past less than five years. Oh my goodness. They have each one turned our lives upside down in different ways, good ways, sometimes hard ways. Um, but that baby changes everything. And so God is, um, came in the form of a baby to get our attention, to change everything, to shake things up. Um, and then I think too, in this season, as we think about presence, um, we can make room for being God's presence with others. Uh, think about loving God and loving others, being present with God and present with others is truly a way to love. I mean, it's one of those five love languages. It's quality time. But how do you truly be present in the moment with people? I mean, it's sometimes it's putting down your phone. Sometimes it's really being intentional to listen, um, to ask questions, to really um want to know a little more to notice when someone's not having the best day. I mean, a lot of presence is noticing. So are you noticing that someone's um, fiscal countenance doesn't match the words they're saying? What's going on underneath that? Um, where might God cross your paths with someone that really needs to see God in their lives today? And they don't really know who Jesus is, but they know you and you're right in front of them. And God wants to minister through you to that person. Yeah, and I mean, there's so many different ways we can do this. We've been blessed. Uh, had a friend uh, who overheard us talking how we hadn't even had time to wrap presents, and they volunteered their time to wrap our Christmas presents. I mean, it was such that was a- better than any actual gift to have someone just one of the greatest gifts we got. But it was, you know, being willing to be present in that way, um, and it's hard to just stop and reflect on all that God's doing and maybe the miraculous that we experience because we're always moving on to the next thing and we're thinking of logistics, we're thinking of um, going to the grocery store or how everybody's going to get along uh, during the holidays and we're very much into our schedules instead of really being mindful of being present in the moment. And this is so important, especially with kids. I mean, I'm guilty as a mom of so often trying to do everything that I need to do to care for my kids, but not just being there with them as their mom. And that's what they want most. I mean, they don't care if it's the perfect meal on the table. I mean, they love the gifts, but honestly, like our, we're not going to have these years with them for long. So to be able to just sit with them, to talk with them, to listen to their stories. I mean, they're, they're at those age, our kids are four, three and one. So not the one-year-old, but the four and three-year-old just want to tell us things. They've got something or they want to play make-believe. And like, I know they're going to grow up quickly. And I know for my friends that have uh, 
tweens and teens, they sometimes want to talk. They sometimes don't, but when they're wanting to talk, like just to carve out that time to say, okay, you want to talk. I want to listen. I want to know you. I want to know what you're passionate about. I want to know what excites you. I also want to know what scares you. Um, I want to use those moments to be present with them because one day they're going to grow up and be gone. And I don't want to miss these days. So, you know, the form of experiencing God's presence is making room for God in our own lives during these, you know, these few days here that are left in Advent, but also every single day. And then um, not only recognizing that this presence is a gift to us, but that God wants that relationship with us too. And one of the ways to really be able to worship God and experience that present is being present in the lives of others. So maybe you have some examples of ways that you've experienced that type of presence or you've extended that to somebody else, but reflect on that, uh, especially as we go into the new year, because being present may be a goal for you in this coming new year, whatever it may be for you uh, during the season of your life. So be mindful. Don't rush through these days. Uh, Take that time to pause, to notice, to be still and to be present. And I pray in doing so that you will make room for God's presence, just as um, Mary and Joseph needed some room at the end and there was no room, but there was room for them in a manger. Doesn't have to be perfect, can be messy, but as we practice the presence of God as we practice making room for God. God is faithful to show up and there with us. Amen.